Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome. You're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. We are in the building, the church building, that is. Uh, welcome. <laughs> uh, today is a good day. It's sunny. Um, it's hot, right? Mm-hmm. But it's about time. So so I am truly grateful. Um, If you're tuning in live on Blog Talk Radio, thank you. And if you want to call into the show, you can dial 323-870-4375. Press 1 to join. Again, that's 323-870-4375. If you want to email us, you can email us at at hst at ttlomedia.com. Dot net. Again, that's HST at TTLOmedia.net. And of course, follow us on all social media platforms at Healthy Soul Talk. Again, thank you for joining us. If you're live on Facebook, definitely we're grateful that you tune in and just do us a favor if you can like and share. Uh, we have a great topic coming up, a great evening of discussion like we usually do. And so um, your comments and concerns and just feedback is uh, greatly appreciated. All right. Uh, so I'm going to pause because I'm going to let my great producers check in here. How are you all doing on I'm, this 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 fine <laughs> evening I'm, Thursday? I'm good. Uh-huh. I'm good. Thank you for asking. I'm doing. How's quite, the week been? So uh, it, it's been good. One more day. Had a um, a memorial service to do this morning, but oh, okay. But I'm good. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm feeling real good. I'm good. Good. Okay. All right, Miss Latanya, how you doing over here? I am well. Well, yeah, I like that. Well, how's your week going so far? Uh, oh, it's going by quite fast. <laughs> Is that a good thing though? Like, um, come to the realization that we have we're at the six months. Yeah, six months left. Yeah. So yeah, it's um everything's winding down. Like you know, summer's gonna start, and mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. we look back with in Chicago. The weather changes so quickly in the blink of the eye, mm-hmm. and it's going to be winter again, <laughs> and everything. So you 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 have some big plans for the summer. You know, other than um, the All Men Lifted concert. Yes, yes. <laughs> Come on with it. <laughs> that's my big plan. Okay, all right. That is my big plan. So yes, that's the only plan I have, and um, yeah, that's that's my that's my summer in, in the shy. Or in Country Club Hill. <laughs> yes, yes. You, now you gonna check on in with that event, or shall I get it back over here? All right, let's go back over we here. We should check in with that event. And with that said, should I just go ahead and do what I normally do? Oh, yeah. You can you can do that. We have commercials. You got that? We, we got commercials. Come on now with the commercials. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for this event um, because number one, they have uh, some great artists. You know, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be some beautiful weather, a lot of vendors, and this has been a while. I'm just waiting. Oh, you got it ready? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. We're ready. Yes, we're ready. So, shh. You have to. We had the VCR, and you had to be quiet because we're right, all right. here right now. Right. But right. here we go. Here we go. Okay. But you. I should keep talking. You can mute that. See if I, no. 
Welcome, Malia. Welcome, Tony Woodard. Um, I believe they're saying hi to you as well, Dr. King. Okay. All right. Tony Woodard? Okay. Well, welcome. You're tuning in live to the Healthy Soul, Soul Talk Show. I should have talked about the videos. I'll give you the thumbs up when this video is over. <laughs> yes. It's playing. I'm what? All right, there we go. Get your tickets. Vendor opportunities still available? Yes, they are. Food truck as well as? Your food truck availability is still available and vendors. Food trucks, if you know someone with a food truck, feel free, feel free to let them know. Uh, they can give us a call. Uh, right now we have some, some, some openings, and I'm, I, I've been authorized to give a, a few discounts. So if you want to, uh, if you have a food truck, you see that food truck price was up there. If you can put it up there again, Tanya, uh, the food truck deal. I don't know if you have that one. Uh, you should, I think you do, though. Uh, the food, the vendor price, the food truck price is on the flyers 150. But if you have a food truck, if you sign up, sign up with me in the, let's just say, before the end of tomorrow's show. Okay. All you right. get a food truck spot for hundred dollars. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 So we so far so good. I'm so I'm 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 I'm, I'm grateful uh, for the ones that have signed up, and uh, we are gonna have fun. Well, I mean, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good good time. Live music. DJ. Oh yeah, live music. DJ. Right. All that. Yeah, people. Yeah, fun. Same game. All we need is all, all I'm asking the Lord is to just give us good weather from two to seven o'clock. It can two storm at seven ten. Well, we, <laughs> huh? The vendors will still be be out there clearing out, right? <laughs> okay, seven. <laughs> hold off to eight o'clock, Lord. Eight oh seven. Oh my goodness! And then, and then let the forty days and forty nights start. <laughs> Yes, so bring bring your dad, right? Sons buy those tickets for dad. Daughters buy those tickets for dad. You know, or baby just mamas. buy a ticket for who whoever. You don't have to yeah. be a dad if you just yeah. all men, all men lifted, all men. This is a Juneteenth celebration. Yeah, Juneteenth. Okay, all that for the Juneteenth. All right, good stuff. All right, so um, we'll post the website. In a minute. I'll put it in. Oh, she's going to drop that. She got yes, that. Yep. Yes, yes. Unlimitedfaithproductions.com. Uh-huh. Unlimitedfaithproductions.com. Get your tickets there. Or also you can go there to sign up, be a vendor, or uh, still some sponsorship times left. Vendor, mm-hmm. sponsor, okay. or okay. Um, food truck. Food truck. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. You're tuning in live again to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. All right, so let's let's get going here, right? Um, of course, we always start off uh, the top of the show called Spiritual Connect Point. Mm-hmm. And th- this is basically my pondering thought uh, for the week. And so um, I, was, I, I must say that this one kind of... Um, you know, stopped me a little bit mm-hmm. as it relates to what it really um, has meant 
to me and what it means now and what I see. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, the question is, what does it mean to boast in the Lord? Okay. Now, I want to be short and brief because I, ha- I feel some type of way about this concept. And when I'm, what I mean by concept is, you know, obviously growing up, I heard this particular scripture mm-hmm. um, referenced a lot. But then as I got older and hearing people um, share their testimonies or talk about the goodness of Jesus and, you know, mm-hmm. um, what he's meant to them. But then um, as I experienced life more, um, I-, I was feeling some type of way um, as it relates to division mm-hmm. if you will, in the church, when what it means to be blessed by God and how you talk about it. And um, for me, the mixing of arrogance. Mm. talked about you know a couple of um you know weeks ago and um for me using god using god's name mm-hmm. right not even necessarily um the concept of talking about the greatness of god and mm-hmm. you know how he's brought you through just that whole test testimony thing um really shifted to more on assets and in and material things and, mm. and uh wealth from the perspective of you know it turned into if he did it for me, he he's going to do it for you. Right? Mm-hmm. All you have to do is, and it, it kind of shifted with quote unquote instruction, mm-hmm. right? And I'll say personally, with that being so heavy, mm-hmm. particularly I feel like it's heavier now because so many people are speaking about wealth and and, and material gain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life is not this unless you have that, or you know, ask God and He'll give it to you. You know, you hear that a lot. And it's like, do you still have a testimony, right? Mm-hmm. Can you still boast in the Lord, right? Mm. If if you're if you're not looking at um, mainstream or even in the church, I say even in the church, where mm-hmm. you focus so much on the the, the materialistic thing, right? Mm. Of God and how powerful He is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's some people I know without a doubt who have come in and said, okay, is God in my life the way he is in that other person's life mm. right do i do i really get to boast in the lord with where i am that's good right and mm-hmm. how i see god blesses people is, is it is it fair and you even hear that phrase favor ain't fair mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and when i again growing up when i even heard that phrase it i felt like it was more of you know um god tailoring right Mm-hmm. His blessings to your needs, his desires for you. Mm-hmm. But then it shifted to where favor ain't fair was more of, you know, um, don't get mad, right? Because God, mm-hmm. you know, ain't give you what He gave me. It, it became this this competition, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and and I don't know, I was feeling some type of way with that, right? Okay. But but I think it's it's really somewhere people are hurting that God is not present in their lives, like they see other people who are able to quote unquote boast about everything right that's going well Mm -hmm. what he's blessing them with matter of fact here it is he goes here's the pictures here's this here's Mm -hmm. that here's my bank account right here's copies of checks and Mm -hmm. do i get do i get in reference to it boasting in the lord with what i have do i even is that is that boastful Mm -hmm. you know is that is that a reason right Mm -hmm. am i am i not grateful enough Mm -hmm. right because i don't see Right. Mm-hmm. How others, you, if you're saying this is how good God can be. Mm-hmm. Right. Are we the same in how we boast? 
in the Lord, right? Because okay. our wealth looks different. Mm-hmm. Or are you telling me that I can, I can get more, right? Especially when we tell people that's not all God has for you. Right? Mm. He wants us to have more. He doesn't desire us to be like this. And I'm just like, so how do you know? How do you know what he has for me? Right? And am I doing something wrong in life? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. That that is not there. So I don't know. What, come on in here, because I, I again I felt like I was babbling because I really put on my notes. Shut up. Um, because <laughs> that was that question. Like I was feeling, I'm just feeling some type of way. So uh, before I I jump in, you were about to say something. Oh, I, I, well, I felt like no, no, I don't, I don't have anything. <laughs> now coming from Job twenty five seventeen. Really? I'm just really. No, I I felt what you were saying about the whole the whole. Yeah, like, you know, you you hear those cliches, favor ain't fair, blah blah blah, and you know, instantly for me, it it, it sounds like the na 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 boo-boo like you know like i got it you don't and everything else and so like and 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 you hear this songs like you know like you know i got it like you know like you know but you you want it too and so you don't want to be you you don't want to be selfish and like you know and coming from trying to sell mary Kay, the one of one of the ladies used to say like you know if you ain't clapping you hating so you got, so you still have wow. to you wow. so you still have to clap for everybody else because you know you, you also want to like you know if I'm one thousand in line like hopefully I have moved up to like you know eight hundred and ninety seventh in the line you know yeah. for my breakthrough and yeah. and for everything else to come so yeah I definitely get what you're saying but I'm handing it back to you come on now she said if you ain't clapping you hate yeah wow. yeah I've I've heard that too. I heard that too. It, it says uh, I, I, I think the saying goes: Be careful. Watch, watch and see who celebrates with you, because everybody ain't clapping when you clap. And that automatically means that you never know. Right. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> but that, but people can. Because they could be doing a slow clap. It could be slow clapping, or they or they could really not be paying attention. Right. <laughs> you know, so you, like I've been there, Guilty. and I've been in the place and not been there. Right, been there, but not you know you physically there, but mentally yes, you somewhere else. Yes, so yes. whatever y'all clapping for, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh hey yeah, all right you know, um, boasting boasting in the Lord though that so you you mentioned that you 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 had you mentioned the scripture earlier or you did not I heard you say scripture but you didn't actually mention no, the just, scripture it, right that, okay. that scripture was in a lot of sermons and right it, it was just used a lot mm-hmm. thrown out into the masses of the people so there's a couple different. Uh, quite a few scriptures that that tell that talk talks about boasting in the Lord. Um, Psalm thirty four and two uh, uh, says, uh, "My soul boasts in the Lord. Uh, let the oppressed hear and rejoice." That's that version, right? But then, if you look at the NIV, it, it says, "If you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. Uh, boast only about the Lord." Right? Uh, it says. Uh, you know, therefore, if it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. That's First Corinthians 1 and 31. Let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. Let him who glory, the King James says, glorify the Lord. So the issue, though, comes when most people don't recognize. Um, it's, it's one thing to we're taught not to brag, right? We're taught not to brag on ourselves. We're taught never to to be boastful, um, you know, because for one, it's annoying. 
right? It can be annoying to some people, right? Right? But but more but on top of that, it's more of a symptom of pride. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. so when 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 we boast in in and then too people can say well to, to I want to go back on what you said when you're bragging about what God did for you some people may still hear that as bragging mm. but mm. see the difference is the difference is when we for us to boast when we boast we have to recognize it's really hard to do because the first thing you have to do is humble yourself right it it requires a constant um, um, a constant state of humility. Yes. Yeah, it requires a constant state of humility and then in ourselves, but pride in Christ. Mm-hmm. Constant humility in ourselves, but pride in Christ. Uh, and that's something that, 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 that I've, I know I've read this and heard this before. It's unnatural. Mm-hmm. It's unnatural to us. So, 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 but, but what Paul was saying in, in, in Corinthians was that, uh, Paul was recognized that most people back in the day they didn't uh, they didn't generally boast in the Lord and he understood why mm-hmm. he because he recognized that most people didn't want to hear that most people only want to hear what's going on with you so it's like like oh did you did you get the house yeah I been I man I saved up and I got that house and my house is this my house is that you know you know and and versus versus yes I got this house and I know that it's only by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. that I got mm-hmm. this house. There's a difference yeah. versus look at what God blessed me with. Ain't it amazing? See, that's different. <laughs> that's different because that's me. That, that's once again, that's me making God the God I want him to be versus the who God really is. So it's like now I'm changing God into this God that only serves me. Huh. All right. So when okay. you boast in the Lord, then you're boasting in him, in the fullness of him, not just the part of him that blesses you. Mm. Right. Mm. So 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 if, if you go back a little bit in that in that in that in that particular uh, passage, Paul is say, asking us to find to lose the pride in ourselves, but to find our pride in God, find our pride in 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 him, uh, not just in the understanding of Christ, but in Christ, period. See, we, 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 you know, I understand that God blesses. Yes, he does. But I understand that if he, as the song says, if he does, if he don't do anything else, mm-hmm. he's done enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we have to, we have to remember that, that when we, when we're going to, it's, you know, when we, when we're going to brag on God, let's brag on God. Yeah. And you can brag on God without talking about what he did. You can just brag on God. So when you boast, you can talk about how good God is without ever mentioning anything he did for you. That's where the humility part has to come in. Can you talk about this? It's like, can you, uh, it's kind of like when you're having a conversation with somebody and every time you bring something up, they go back to say, you know what? I did the same thing. And when I did it, that's that one up. Yeah. I got to always, you know, and, 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 and so the thing is, when you talk about God, you don't have to mention anything he did for you. So what, that, what that's doing is that's removing self from the conversation. Mm-hmm. So now I can just say, I don't have to say, look at my brand new house and my brand new car. Ain't God good? I can just say, ain't God good? Or when you say, is that a, is that a new car? I'll turn around and say, ain't God good? Versus, man, yeah, you see it, you see it. Look how the Lord blessed me, ain't it, Shaw? Huh? 
<laughs> Hope you take care of this condo too. You know what I'm saying? We we don't we it's it's there is a there there is a a, a um there is a, a a there has to be a clear delineation from you and God when you're bragging on God. Because I feel like that's where because we get lost in the bragging on God for my stuff. Or, or I, come on. Sometimes I feel like people mask mm-hmm. their 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 bragging mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. using God's words, meaning you know they're they're trying to. I don't want to say, yes show off or um, you know for like just hey look what I have mm-hmm. look what I have and they use God. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So like, yeah. it, it's not really from the beginning, right, to talk about God in his, you know, his amazing, right, what he's done. He's yeah. a creator. Mm-hmm. It's really to, to say, I don't want to seem like I'm, you know, uh, 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 being arrogant. So so I'm just going to use God's name, right, mm-hmm. that, that this is where it came from. But then you hear the language change, right, because it, it, it starts out with, Look how God has blessed me mm-hmm, to, you mm-hmm. know, I had to do this, I had to do that, mm-hmm. and if I hadn't done this, it would have turned out this way. But you know, I went and I did this. And you just it, it, in the beginning, it starts out as right. Look how God has blessed me, but then it quickly shifts, and you don't hear God anymore. And then the the, the issue is is because we didn't know about God in the first place, because mm-hmm. you never you 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 never are one who think about think about how when Jesus did miracles in the Bible. Okay. How when he all Jesus always said, go and tell no one. <laughs> Which is funny to me. <laughs> he always did stuff. Like you just did this amazing thing to me. You just look, I've been blind for 30 years and you just, <laughs> you know, spit in the mud and wiped it on my face and now I can see and you telling me don't tell nobody. Right? So even 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 the woman at the well and I'll close with this. Even the woman at the well who who was uh, uh 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 had been married four or five times and and she was uh, uh she was at the well and and Jesus was like uh, can you get me some water since you're here at the well and she was like I'm a I'm a Sumerian woman I believe it was and we don't we don't associate with the Jews you know and 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 you know I I'm only supposed to be you know drawing water you know for my husband and Jesus was like yeah but you know okay but you know the, the husband you you with and the other five yeah. that you had, yeah, right. Yeah. And so after he after he tore her down, he built her back up, and then all she did was leave and tell people about the. Let me. She she ran back to town saying, "Y'all need to come see about a man." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it. He come see about a man. So so you have to separate self. So when people ask you, you're able to say, you know what, I've been praying about this, right? I've been talking to the Lord for two years, three days, 17 hours, and 52 minutes and 38 seconds, right? And, 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 and he finally showed himself mighty, and I'm grateful. Not because, because see, a lot of times we brag on God in a way that makes it seem as though we deserve to have what we have. And if truth be told, we only, we really, because we're all sinners saved by grace, we really don't deserve any of the blessings that we get. Yeah. So that's where the favor ain't fair part comes in. Because some, because it's it's what's called God's unmerited, come on now, his unmerited favor. 
right? So, yes. so sometimes God blesses who he blesses just so he can get the glory. Right. So I'm going to give this unlikely person and somebody (laughs) who you and I believe is undeserving Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or or, or somebody who you and I believe is mean as hell. And you wonder how in the world, you know, he blesses me. Right. It rains. What does the Bible say? It rains on the just and the unjust. When it rains, me and you both out there, the water going to hit us both. The difference is it's going to affect us differently. And, and I, I think for me, mm-hmm. growing into my spirituality mm-hmm. was to, you have to have a deeper, right, relationship yes. with God to deal with people who use his name, right, mm-hmm. to push themselves out there. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I do know that even, you know, um, you hear a lot about... Um, how to get wealth and, you know, for me, especially in 2020, it was all about, you know, um, multiple streams of income, reinventing mm-hmm. yourself and this is the time to do this. And even with people uh, getting their, their stimulus money and mm. you know, we, we began to dictate, right, you know, oh, uh, again, we threw God in there like, oh, you know, God blessed you. You need to go and make sure you do this because if you don't, right, mm-hmm. your life is, you know, you're not going to be blessed, right? It's like, wait, so, so. Are we not believing God right, mm. to continue being who he is, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, no, you see money, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just, you know, money is an issue in terms of how people or, or um, the way we use social media technology to dictate, right? And mm-hmm. say, we somehow, I really feel like we've, we've, we've put money with spirituality in the sense that if, you don't have a certain attainment, mm-hmm. then your belief in God is you It's like, well, the only people who God is blessing are those the ones, you know, blasting. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm just going to sit over here and be, be hesitant and questionable mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and uncertain about my relationship with God because we connected the whole concept of the wealthy, right? You must have this. You must, and I'm not. I'm not focusing on you. You're not doing the best you can and reaching your full potential and earning power. But when that becomes the primary reason for why you speak about God and His greatness, mm-hmm. that's where I see where it's like, are you really happy? Are you? Do you really have peace of mind, right? Mm-hmm. If our primary talk about God is only connected to how much wealth you have. Okay. Right. And, and, and I just, I, for me, I've seen over the years how um, it's rare that I hear people in social, social circles just talk about the greatness of God without a, attaching material or things accrued. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So sitting around saying, you know, God, look at God. He birds still chirping, right? Or, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the, the air is, you know, it's beautiful. And, you know, just really looking at, he's still amazing. Mm-hmm. He does not give you, right, 20 million in the bank. He's still amazing. <laughs> right. right. He's still worth talking about. Come on. Right. If you still live in the hood, he's still mm-hmm. worth talking about. Right. If you drive, you know, a car from the night, he's still worth talking about. 
You, you, you know what I'm saying? Just because you don't have top of the line, you know, name brand clothes. And, and, and you, you know, it, it just feels like we don't talk about him like like I grew up with. It makes you understand, because it used to always boggle my mind when I would hear the old deacons stand up and say, I woke up, I'm grateful that he, I woke up with a portion of my health and strength. And that never made sense to me mm. until mm. lately. And I said, oh, now I get it. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you don't have yeah. all of your stuff, but you can still show God, you can still give God some praise yeah. for yeah. the portion yeah. of your health and strength. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I found, I was like, oh, got it. Got it now. So, you know, and, and that's somebody who's boasting in God because, because, because see, to the, to the, to the, to the everyday person, somebody would say, what you bragging on that for? Mm. But see, you don't know my story. Mm. So I see, see, so I'm like, like you, you waiting to brag on the Bentley and I'm bragging on the fact that my car start when I go get in. It. Hello. Come on now. See? <laughs> Huh? You 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 bragging on that? I'm like you said, and I'm bragging that when I do turn the heat on, it blow hot ass. Yeah, right? Yeah. You 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 yeah. you you know you 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 mad because you you know you keep applying for the the six figure jobs and you can't get one. I and I'm bragging on the fact that the one I work at, the check don't bounce. Right. Huh? Right. Come on. I got a question. What you got? Come on with it. When people say I brag different, mm. what does that mean? Like you know, because sometimes. They make it. They make it the the highest echelon of like of bragging and mm-hmm. everything. Like you know, mm. I don't know if you have have you encountered those you know those things or people when they you know when they um when they're just highlighting the 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 gifts or the or or the celebratory moments. They like I you know I just brag different. What does that mean? Wow. Mm. Well, well, well. My, my understanding, because that's a, um, I heard that song. Uh, no, he was on. Oh, it's a song? Yeah, he was on, he was on, uh, what's the thing I've been watching on YouTube? I keep telling you about the athlete thing. Okay. Uh, uh, no, he was on, no, no, Breakfast Club. And it's, it's uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, he say his name every time he playing. He a DJ. And every time he hit the, it's DJ. Is it Khaled? Yeah, DJ Khaled. Oh, okay. I didn't so, know it came from him. That's that's where I, I that's what okay. I saw. And so he said. Now his definition of bragging different is is that he don't brag about stuff unless his friends got the stuff too. So he makes sure his friends got it too. That's why he bragged different. Like I brag different when I get it and I make sure you get it. Then I'm gonna brag. Okay, definitely make sure. Always make sure somebody else is on. Yeah. Like, you know, okay. Yeah, they don't okay. care what they that right. That's different. They don't care what they that's about, but they they don't care what they got unless you got it too. All right. So so that's okay. the okay. that that's the difference. But then I know there is a I've heard some uh in in I'm gonna mess this you know my word I created in Christendom, uh Christendom yeah that's one of mine uh in 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 Christendom trademark trademark yeah trademark. uh uh in Christendom that. That there is, well, you know, uh, uh, say folks that they brag different. Because I'm bragging on, I'm bragging on what God did. But see, mm-hmm. you have to be, you have to be careful with how you do that because it's all about. Because if my bragging takes you to a low place, 
Bingo. Then what there I just go. did was exactly what the Bible spoke against when it says don't yes. create a stumbling block yes. for your brother or your sister. Because yes. you may want to come to you. Maybe you've been struggling with coming to Christ. And maybe you have been secretly praying mm-hmm. for stuff and praying for things that you need and praying for things you desire. And then here I come all the time. Girl, look what God just blessed me with. Ooh, look what God just blessed me with. And now all of a sudden you might feel like, you know what, I'm going to stop going to church because I've been praying to the same God and he ain't gave me nothing. So it's, you know, and, and oh, now, now if I come to you and say, uh, 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 um, you know, I'm so grateful that God, you know, despite everything that went wrong, still gate, still was able to, to, to show himself merciful in this situation. Now that's different. Right. Now that's telling you who's been praying. I'm going to keep praying right. until he right. show up for me. Right. Because now my mindset is, well, if he showed up for you in all that mess you was in, yes. come on now. Yes. I wish somebody yes. would help me. Then yes. he would show up for me too. All right. That and, and we we gonna move on. After, yeah. it, that's what's left today mm-hmm. is people people sharing the hard work. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the hard work, you know, to get it, but the connection, the relationship they had, the the submission mm. to God's will, the, the the you know study because if God is calling you to do something. Right, mm-hmm. you know, and he been calling you for a while. Mm-hmm. It's unfair for you to say, you know what? God has really been blessing me when you two years you've been running. Right, mm. you know that when God called you to ministry or to minister to somebody, mm-hmm. right? When you submitted, you saw mm-hmm. quote unquote blessings flow in. Tell tell the whole story. There we go. Right. Huh? Tell, tell the sleepless night. Tell the whole right. Right. Tell mm-hmm. when God woke you up, tapped you on the shoulder, and, and got you on your knees mm-hmm. right in the middle of the night, crying out to Him. You know, you in the car giving praise and worship, asking God, "What's going? On? I don't know what's going on, but I give you the glory." Tell all of that. As as Pastor, my mama's pastor, Pastor Marvin E. Wiley at the Rock of Ages <laughs> Church, say, preach the whole book. They would. Right, right. <laughs> Preach the whole book. Right. Don't just get to the good parts. Yes. The whole book. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So so I hope that we, we begin to get that back. I really do. Um, you know, just me personally, I'm I am more intentional about even to how I speak about God because mm-hmm. um like for me tithing, right? Mm. I, I tithe because I really for me, God has been amazing um and how he has sustained mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And i'm not even talking about financially mm-hmm. the kindness of people's hearts and like you said uh staying well mm-hmm. right and so for me diving more into there's a lifestyle there there is a giving back that god wants you to have mm-hmm. right and so um I, I i want to talk about that more right you know people need to understand what relationship means yeah. in order to boast yeah. in the Lord. You yeah. must have relationships to boast in the Lord, mm-hmm. not boast about what he's done for you. And, right? you, and you don't have like to... If you don't have it, then you can't boast in him. And you don't have to lie on God either, saying mm-hmm. God gave you something that he didn't. Huh? To you, try to make you, yourself... You some compromising, uh... <laughs> huh? What they call that, uh... uh indecent, uh... What, it, what was that movie? Oh, um, indecent proposal. Yes. Oh, <laughs> right. You know, you you right. You you right. You got how you get the million dollars? Ooh, look what the Lord blessed me with. No, 
I paid you to sleep with my you, somebody paid you paid my wife to sleep with her. We got this million that way. Right. I forgot about that movie. Where'd you where you pick that up at? Right. Jesus. And just because I think uh, wow. when you know stuff That was a horrible movie now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing in that movie turned out right. Like the whole premise of that movie was crazy. <laughs> Did you see that movie? Yes. Man. You that Woody Harrelson and who's the girl? Oh, what's her name? Ah. It wasn't uh Demi no what Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Was it Demi Moore? Was it? I believe so. Wow. Okay. She's not got I thought she was blonde. Oh, man. I don't know. Okay. I think y'all getting confused with Mr. Black. Mr. One where the deal is made with the devil for the day. Mm. Okay. Nope. It's Demi. It's Demi? It's Demi. Okay. Okay. She had black hair. Black hair? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. So there we go. Right? I, 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 I want to be more of that person. Right? With more conscious of that. And I hope as the body of Christ, if we're trying to draw souls and especially those who have drifted away from the church that, that we don't look at, you know, returning to church as boasting. Right. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come back together to just boast. Mm. Right. About, about how much you have. This coming back to church is like um, going to summer camp. <laughs> and, and like, No, seriously. It's like, it's like a bunch of rich kids coming back to the summer camp, yeah. and what? Because they all from different summer camp is about kids meeting up from different schools, different, Very true. Very different true. incomes and everything, and like you know, and look what I got, and da da da. My parents, we did this, and blah blah blah, and da 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 da, and 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 people forget we have not seen each other. Some some of us have not seen each other for eighteen months, right. and some of us didn't make it in the last eighteen months. And everything, or so no one is being grateful about mm-hmm. being. Um, no one, no one's having the purpose, or, or, or just the the meaningfulness to say like, you know what? I am glad I'm here. Yeah. How about you both about that? I am glad that right. I am here. Right. And everything Walking goes like building. that. Yeah. Like you know, because what happens in the church is like, so you want to go to dinner um, later on? Blah blah blah. You know, like you know. <laughs> Did you want to go to dinner with that same person 18 months ago, but you couldn't? Wow. Wow. I mean, that's just <sighs> my thought. Okay. Okay. I'm still coming from Well, let's, let's do better, right? Let's do better about boasting in the Lord, yeah. right? And not on the Lord <laughs> in terms of what he did, well, see, how much he gave. Let me, let me, um, I think it's in, uh, it's in, it's in Luke. I'm going to mess up a trapped in verse now, though. But I think it's in Luke 18, somewhere up in there, where, where it's the, the, the two men are praying mm-hmm. and the Pharisee, the church folk, stand out there and say, and he prays the prayer, Lord, I'm glad I'm not like him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's bread. Lord, thank you for not letting me be like him. Right. Yeah. So see that. See so see that's that's yeah. that's the that's that that's that bragging on God with problems, right? Lord, I thank you that I'm not like other people. That I'm not like this 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 evil person that's standing up here right here. Right. Right. I think it was a tax collector that came to pray, okay. and I'm glad I ain't like him. You know, I'm glad I'm not like the uh, the robbers and the adulterers. Lord, oh God, I'm so grateful. Thank you, Lord, for not making me like him. Wow. So what you so you are you so you so you bragging on your version of God, 
Because if you was bragging on God, you'd be grateful. It's, it's, it's amazing that the adulterer and the tax collector and the murderer and the robber can still pray to God, and he still hears them. Thief on the cross for your reference. Huh? Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. There we go. I'm done. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> done, Thank done. you. Yes. All right. <laughs> Woo. Yes. <laughs> Some prayers should be different tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. All right. Here we go. So uh, we're going get, to get into the next segment here of the show. Uh, the topic for uh, this evening is three ways to overcome postpartum depression. And so, as you know, for the past three weeks, we've been diving into uh, women's issues. And so, uh, you, 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 so I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Did I read the topic wrong? No, oh. no, no, no. What happened to the did you knows? <laughs> Oh, because I was very conscious of the time. Oh. And so I was like, okay, Kim. Okay. Right? All right, go ahead. You know, people like to get your nose now. coming back. Okay. Like, All right. Let me shut up. I, you know, I was trying to, 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 you know, not cut off, right, and, and, and uh, okay. see how long this was. It, it's coming back, right, because I was looking at it every right. week. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's coming out with a did you know, like, did you know you blink 3,000 times in a year? You'd be like, damn, for real? <laughs> I'm wasting blink. <laughs> I think it's more than that in the year. I know. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's coming back. I I, I figured out. Um, yeah, after this series. They just hit us with one. You gotta give us two. I had one. It was about dreams. And then okay. it was like, okay, time got away. It's coming back. Oh. I promise you, it is. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, three ways. And so we've been talking about. Um, you know, women's issues as it relates to fertility. Um, and so this week, uh, we're going to focus on um, postpartum depression. And so this is so relevant because I think for me, uh, especially just being in the field, black women, um, for some reason, w- was exempt uh, from this particular status, right? In terms of uh, <laughs> thinking about um, what that what postpartum depression is, and and just the, the how some groups of women, right, it was automatically assessed for, or when they went to do their follow up care, um, even their loved ones, right, just kind of diving into oh, you know, because you've gone through this event, you know, being pregnant, hormones changing, having the baby, you feeling some type of way. Medically, you know, yes, you you could be feeling this way. I think that you know that this, the health disparity really um, counted us out, right? That that this could be something uh, what we call um, biopsychosocial, right? Meaning biologically, psychologically, right, and socially, um, you know, it impacts us into which we need help, right? We need treatment, and we were, it was anything other than. Right, we were negligent, or you shouldn't have had all kind of stuff come out. Right, when we, as black women, we, you know, we have kids, and 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 if we uh, complain or if we look like, you know, we don't have the energy, or right, we, we we're asking people to come and help us out. You know, we have com- we have more comments made right towards us about desiring to be a mother. When and behold, that there is a such thing as postpartum depression, and again, it was afforded right, to be associated with other groups of women and not us. So I wanted to tap into this because this is huge in our community. 
right? Um, we're getting better at, at, at making sure women understand, particularly women of color, that you, you need to take care of your body in a different way after you have children. And yes, there is a such thing as depression, right? Um, when you have a child. So I wanted to go there, right? First of all, what is it? Right? Postpartum means the uh it's actually the time after childbirth, right? And so um we we've heard of the term baby blues, right? Where where women feel sad or empty within a few days of giving birth, right? And and obviously for various reasons, right? You just release this life, right, that you've been uh connected with in body, right, for nine months and so now that's no longer there. And so you deal with that physically as well as emotionally and mentally. And so you say that baby blues usually go away within three to five days, right? And I look at that as, okay, the baby's home, you're home, and now, you know, a new chapter begins. And it says here that if the baby blues don't go away or you feel sad, hopeless, or empty for longer than two weeks, you may have, right? Meaning we should start screening for postpartum depression right? Feeling hopeless or empty after childbirth is not a regular or expected part of being a mother. Does that make sense? And, and you know, this is where, um, you know, we talk about hormone balance, right? We talk about the environment of which they're in. You know, um, um, uh, I do know in our culture, uh, especially if you still live at home, you have a child, right? Whoever's in the home, typically pitches in, right? But then there are some homes where they're like, no, you have this baby, right? You don't have to deal with it on your own. So that's that whole, you know, a lot goes into um, the internal and external, right, factors when you talk about the onset in the um, uh, prolonged, right, feelings of hopelessness um, after giving birth. And so it says here, um, when we talk about postpartum depression, right? We classify it as a mental illness in the sense that we can diagnose it, right? That there's a criteria that you must meet in order for us to give, first of all, the correct uh, treatment recommendation and for you to understand what's going on with your body, which means that from your brain, right? Um, it involves your brain and it affects your behavior and your physical health. And so we know that depression in itself Right. Uh, uh, people don't get out of bed. They become isolated. They, they have little to no affect. Right. So so empty feelings that can interfere with your day to day life. Now we, we attach this part of me because there's a child here. Right. And, and now we look at who's going to take care of the child and the mother. Right. And, and, and so um, how does that look? Right. And these feelings of postpartum depression can be mild or severe. And I don't know if you, you all remember a few years ago where we were hearing, unfortunately, some fatalities that came out of um, postpartum depression, murder-suicides, right? And, and, and this is real. This is how real this is, right? To where if we know that uh, a depression in the, the extreme, we we'll call major depressive disorder, leads to suicide just as a part, you know, an individual that could still be associated with someone, a mother who's just had a baby. Right. And so that's this connection is that it applies here in the sense, those same feelings, uh, intense feelings of hopelessness and helplessness, extreme, right. Um, agitation, extreme 
fear, yes, they they are highly likely to um, take their own life as well as the child. And sometimes uh, we've had cases where it included other children, right, because they've had multiple children. They could have been small children, right, and the new baby is here. Um, and so this, this is how um, the awareness we have to have is that we take care of mothers, right? We become more compassionate and, and sensitive to, yes, there is a such thing. It can be diagnosed, right? There is a criteria, um, and, and we, we move accordingly with that. And it says here, um, how common is postpartum depression, right? And it says here, um, one in nine new mothers have postpartum depression. Right, one in nine. Just think about our schools. Mm-hmm. Right, you go to you know a kindergarten or a pre-K classroom, right? Because that's you know the youngest ages. Think about a classroom of twenty. You know, um, that's high. Right, that that's that's high, and in certain communities it goes undiagnosed and untreated. And we we see higher rates of child abuse and neglect, right? We see higher rates of violence, meaning, you know, the rage, right? We see higher rates of broken relationships, meaning, you know, um, two-parent households become, you know, single parent. I'm even seeing where where more fathers, right, are are taking custody, right, at, at the, around those ages. And I, I I will say there are some some women who left left, right? They left because they couldn't take, right, what was going on at that time. And I'm, this is not a, a question of judgment. How could they? This is how real this is, right? And, and we can ask those questions. Do we want the woman to stay, right, in the condition, right, in the mindset that they're in, right? Because there is a greater risk there, you know? But again, if there's no help, if, there, if there's no assessment, if there's no, okay, let's see what's really going on, going on here, we wouldn't even know how, right, to help this, this woman or women, right, experiencing this. And so it says here, right, um, we know our bodies go through changes, right, after you give birth, but here are some common symptoms, right, of depression after giving birth that last more than two weeks, right? feeling restless and moody, crying a lot, um, having thoughts of hurting the baby, having thoughts of hurting yourself, not having an interest in the baby, not feeling connected to the baby or feeling as if the baby um, is someone else's baby, having no energy or motivation, uh, significant change in appetite, too much or too little, um, not enough sleep. And I mean this in the sense of we know newborns have needs, but we're really talking about where even when you can rest, you don't rest, right? Or you sleep excessively, right? Because there is a such many times that's where neglect comes into the play here. Um, having trouble focusing or making decisions, having memory problems, feeling worthless, um, uh, lo- a loss of interest in pleasure of activities that you used to enjoy, withdrawing from family and friends, having headaches, aches, pains, and stomach problems that won't go away, right? And here's the thing. A significant amount of women don't even tell anyone about their symptoms, right? They feel embarrassed, ashamed, 
guilty. And, and you know, for me, I, I, I'm, I think since I've opened the practice in 2018, I've really tried to focus on um, shattering the stigma when, when someone shares, you know, they're not well. Right, their 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 spirit is low, their mood is low, whatever the common words we use. But just imagine, you know, many of our homes, many women are are, are suffering in silence, right? And and yes, that some are being hospitalized, and I mean that from a mental health standpoint. Some turn to drugs and alcohol. Some are just not engaged. Right. Some have those family members where they just step in and just do it. Don't really necessarily, um, you know, give the woman the attention that they need as far as getting help. They just kind of take over. Right. And so now we hear a lot of about uh, grandparents. Right. Raising, you know, the children. Uh, and it's like, OK, well, you know, that's my grandbaby. And that's fine. But it also what about this other person in need? Right. They need mental health. They need treatment there. And so but for a lot of women, um, they hold it in, right? Because they actually feel guilty about being depressed, right? And so, um, you know, this this is where um, how do you then proceed, right? What do we need to pay attention to um, if there's a woman suffering in silence, right? And so, have you have you have you seen a woman that that you feel like was not happy or like they had a baby? And I'm talking about infancy early. You know what I'm saying? And where you were like, oh, okay. Kind of caught your eye. I've never in- encountered it because I've been around too many people with no, <laughs> no babies on purpose. Uh, so I've, I've, I've never encountered, but I've, I've heard and seen enough articles and saw enough documentaries about it where it's like, you know, people had the baby and they, didn't feel like they were a mother. Like, I, like yeah, it was this whole, like, I have no connection to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I had it, but I have no connection to it. <laughs> yeah. Literally, that's, yeah. that's literally what they say. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Very confusing. I would say I didn't have depression. <laughs> I had the blues. I mm. had the blues. I think they probably, and it, it came with the second one. It okay. came, definitely came okay. with the second one. And it was the doctor that kind of noticed um, um, getting ready to leave. He was like, do you want to stay? And I got, I kind of got my act together. Like, no, I don't. <laughs> Cause I mean, like, cause you want to stuck. when you're in the hospital, you really don't want to be stuck there any more right. than you have to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so like, you know, like, no, I, I don't. I, it, it was just like, you know, I think, and, and I think I probably didn't go through it with the first one because, um, I guess I, w- I want to say in the black community, I guess our our people have this, you made the baby, now you deal yeah. with it type scenario. Yeah. So they make you, uh, unfortunately, kind of like buck up. Mm-hmm. Even when, like, you know, but, you know, like, you know there, there, there were several issues. Like, I couldn't even, if I had it, I couldn't be in it. I was thinking <laughs> that. Yeah. I, if I yeah. had it, I could yeah. not be in it. I was, I, and, but it showed itself, it showed itself self, several times. I, I would say with with my son, like, you know, with me, you know, getting sick. And, you know, of course, um, my family using the old wise tale, that, oh, you having a setback. No, I'm sick mm. and I'm tired <laughs> and everything, like, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, and I was, you know, like, and no one was telling me how to handle 
um, being a first-time mother and everything, like, you know, no one was telling me, like, I'm like I, and I'm looking at them, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, Grandma, you didn't have about six, seven kids. I'm like, no, I'm looking at my mama, you didn't have two. And I'm like, so y'all can't help me figure out the simple things in life and everything else yeah. like that? Yeah. And, 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 and I'm like, 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 you know, not that he set me up. Like, you guys are literally sitting here not telling me nothing in the, in the way of in a way to buck up and everything. And they saw me sick and I did get sick in the way of, I was just, um, I was like tired. And, and one of the nurses at the hospital, she noticed, cause I had to, I had to go, I was out of it. And, and she, and she saw it and she's like, I'm going to let you rest. Okay. And she let me rest. Yeah. And that's what I kind of needed at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But, I- you know, but wow. but I had to snap out of it. That like in the black community, I don't think they they allow you, and that's why when we do the, as they say, the most, that's when that's when there's concern. Especially like what was it, ten, maybe mm-hmm. even more years ago, when that when the black lady, like you know, when she took her own life and jumped out the window with her, you know, with her baby and everything. That's that's when they took it more seriously. Like you know, why does it have to come to the extreme for you to recognize to help someone? Like you know. In, in need yeah. and everything else like that. Yeah. Like, you know, my hair may not be been over all over my head, but there was, like, you know, there are some telltale signs. No, I didn't have psychosis, but, yeah. like, you know, yeah. it was, it's it's hard. It's hard. You know, like, you know, it's hard. The second scenario with the daughter is I was coming, I was, I was, um, I had two, I had two toddlers. I had, I had my boyfriend's toddler son, and then I had my own toddler, and then I'm bringing fresh babies. So I'm looking like, no, this is not going to work. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. so you, you, you think about the stressors that you yes. face. Yes. But, you know, like, you know, hey, 15 to 18 years later, it's, um, well, no, 17 and 18 years later, it's different now. Yeah. And, and I think, one, to, to your point there, like, we, we've suffered in different ways, right? Meaning, um, some women of color because we we couldn't afford to stay down, right? It was like, nope, you got to get up, get this going. Um, our bodies changed, right? And now we have resentment. Um, some some bonds with their kids were were not, um, you know, there. I'd say with my oldest daughter, um, I didn't really have time to to bond like I did, right? With well, see, let me think about this. <laughs> we could have put her on the couch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, because that was a teenage years, I went, uh, that was senior year going right into college, right? And so, uh, obviously, you know, it was like, oh, at so her, you was fast. I was it wasn't. That was the one. Okay. Got tricked. Yep. I'm bamboozled. <laughs> uh, sure was. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, you know, because it was like, okay, you got to make something happen. Um, uh, it, I, I didn't feel the connection, right? It didn't come until way later, way later, right? Because it was like, okay, the resentment, right? And when I say that, it was like, okay, because there was a push to, to, to quote unquote, uh, finish what you started as far as, you know, studying and getting a career and, going to school um and then just my the body changing 
I didn't understand a lot of things, right? I didn't understand why I was irritated. I didn't understand, you know, um, you know how how I was supposed to adjust, right, to this life of being a mother. And and, and so time went on, and so of course, you know, the kids are are spread far apart. Um, you I've learned a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and and so I think for us, um, many of us, had I not gone into this field. I really feel like I would have had a different outcome, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning we, we, I would have a distant relationship with her, right? I would have this, you know, um, not a strong bond. Does that make sense? Because it was like, just didn't know what was going on in my head, my body. And, you know, I, I, of course, in the field, you learn so much, right, about uh, what, what a woman's body go through um, when they give birth. I had to understand it, but I know every woman does not have, you know, that opportunity. So I feel like in our in our community, um, this untreated and undiagnosed, right, postpartum depression caused other things to go on in a person's life, right? You know, where you hear a lot of, my grandmother raised me, right? You hear a lot of, my mom gave me to my aunt, right, because she could. I hear that a lot, right? And it's like, how do we get to that point? Right now you are like sisters, right? Or she looks at you as a friend or he doesn't, you know, connect with you. Even now you're older and you're more mature, but it was like, okay, well, what happened back then, right? That you gave me to somebody else to raise because you said you weren't ready, right? And, it's, and then our idea of you weren't ready means that someone else in the family took the child, but they didn't help you. Yes. Yeah. You, that, you know what I'm saying? We we oh. took the kid in, but it was like, okay, well, your mama, you know, had to get us up together and, you know, she had other kids along the way. Now, you know, you're looking at the other kids some type of way trying to figure out, well, what happened there? You couldn't take care of me like you took care of them and, you know, um, a lot. No, I, I totally get it because I guess it's a first time mother. Like, I remember because I was still in school and everything. And, you know, the ask was like, you know, to to give them I'm like, no, I'm not giving him to you guys and everything else like that. Like, what y'all can do is help. Like, that's not support. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. like, like literally they, they, they sat with me as if, like, you know, like, you know, like, hand it over, like, hand over the social security number. And, right, and right. like, you know, like, they really wanted me to sign over my rights. And I'm yes. like, no, I'm not, yes. I'm not about that life and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. And, and, you know, of course, like, you know, you had those issues, like, if anybody yeah. remembers the coffee show, when, um, what's her name, she came back to go get those twins, because, mm-hmm. like, you know, no one was really supporting her, She and she was like, you know, but she felt like everybody was just like, taking, like, you know, I had to run, I had to run back home, like, let me pick up what, what I left, like, you know, yes. which I had, yes. which I was going to take care of for a week, like, like, you know, let me hurry back, because I don't want him to think ever in life, like, you know, well, we had you for about a year, you know, your mom. Right. No, no, right. no. We no. do that too, right? We, we're we're we, going to go to school together. You, yeah. You're going to graduate from Illinois State with me. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Indeed, indeed. Uh, thank you for tuning in, Felicia. Praise the Lord. She said, I think it's inevitable for you to go through it if you don't have a support system. I, I totally agree, right? Because that means, that means much. And that's the top, right, one as far as, you know, three ways to help is is – Support must be there. It's a must, right? It, it, it is a must. What what I I want to zone in on here is the the hormonal change, hormonal change that happens in the body of a woman, right after giving birth. And it says here, 
um, hormonal changes may trigger symptoms of postpartum depression. When you're pregnant, levels of the female hormones, estrogen and uh, progesterone, progesterone, are the highest they'll ever be. And the first 24 hours after childbirth, those hormone levels quickly drop back to normal pre-pregnancy levels. And researchers think that this sudden change in hormone levels may lead to depression. Okay, This is similar to hormone changes before a woman's period, but involves much more extreme smooth swings or, or swings in hormone levels. Levels of thyroid hormones may also drop after giving birth. The thyroid is a small gland in the neck that helps regulate how your body uses and stores energy from food. Low levels thyroid hormones can cause symptoms of depression. A simple blood test can tell whether this condition is causing your symptoms. If so, your doctor can prescribe thyroid medicine. This is where healthcare disparity comes in. I want to tell if you if you've called my office or or if I've spoken to you in any capacity and you're a woman that is a line of questioning that I go through when it relates to have you seen a doctor to get your hormone levels checked. This is not offered. It's not even put on the table in most of our communities. And so many, many of us are imbalanced hormonally, right? And this could be from, you know, um, birth control methods, um, you know, Stress as well as, you know, uh, being in stress mode since, since you know, uh, I have teenagers, right, that that I've referred, right, and, and the, the results have come back. There needs to be an intervention. Like, they have to, have to get treatment, not long, like 21 days, 14 days, right, of medication to regulate their hormones. But, but it's not offered. Your doctor is not saying, when they say go, go for blood work, it's checking your cholesterol, right? Check, checking, you know, your other stuff, your liver, but not your hormones. You know, and this, this is how, how, you know, part of my frustration that leads to me advocating, right, with women is making sure you know what your rights are. Right, in that yes, there there is a hormonal system, right? Significantly impacts your mood, how you how your brain functions, right? Um, th- those parts of the brain, right, that regulates emotion, you know, because if you don't feel well, you're gonna be irritable, right? You're like you literally, if you don't feel well, right, you're not gonna be a nice quote unquote person, right? And so uh, it's it's just. Yes, I'm, I'm an advocate of that. Yes, ladies, go 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 get checked. Your hormone levels checked, right? And you you have to request it, right? Again, it's not something that they offer, right? Uh, unless you you know in some other parts, right? But again, you know what we know about our bodies, and we 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 advocate right to make sure everybody's on the same page with. Uh, if it happens over there, right, you're entitled to get it, right, with your local doctor, right? So, so I definitely wanted to put that out there. Like this, this is real. Your, our bodies change for various reasons, right? Even when it comes to that time of the month, 
my heart goes out to teenage girls um, because let me just say in what community that I'm in and who we serve, right? Um, so many of our young girls who have started their cycles and they're in the, you know, mid to late teens, we say, oh, it's irregular, right? Or, you know, when I do get it, I can't get out of bed. I have serious cramps. Um, um, you know, uh, um, I have these serious mood swings. I don't know what happens to my body, right? And then I don't have it for the next, you know, three, four, five months, right? And it's like, hold on, you know, because there's your body is still functioning in whatever way it is from a hormonal standpoint. So we're manifesting whatever that's going on in these teenage teenage girls' bodies. And we, we need to get them to the appropriate specialist. You know, we need to we need to examine what's the lifestyle like, what's contributing to these hormone the, the development of their hormonal system. Right? There is a healthy way it should be developed. Right. I I, I recall, and Tanya, you can help me out. There was I think it was last year. So school, we were physically still in the building. And um, there was a girl, I think it was in either seventh or eighth grade. She had her monthly, and it was she was one who literally like they would she would go and lay down in the bathroom on the floor. That was the only way she could like get herself back together. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I know her. Okay, I don't. You sure, Michael? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he. Yeah. So I'm like. Uh, yeah, it's just I was I was amazed by that. But yeah, I, I know that I, I just because I've been around long enough to 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 know there's been that how how painful that could be. So but yeah. I just know we had we we all in the crew. Oh, one one, one of them from the crew used okay. to be mm-hmm. laid out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's you know teaching that goes back to teaching about the body, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and um what's normal and abnormal, right? Because every woman is different, right? And there mm-hmm. is a such thing. We do have a clinical diagnosis when um, around that time of the month or afterwards, you know, women, there's some women who, who change drastically, mm-hmm. right? And they need to be taught how to take care of themselves socially, right? Emotionally, medically, right? If they suffer from headaches or extreme cramps, right? You know, um, but but again, in our communities, we, we look at we. It's anything other than it could be medical, right? It's anything other than, okay, I'm not intentional, right, trying to be this way. My body, <laughs> right, is going through something. And can you educate me? Can you help me understand what I need to do, right, mm. to take care of me when this happens? If you say this is who, who I am, right, this is my body and this is how I respond, you know, to the monthly cycles, right? Mm-hmm. Got it. But, but we don't really go there. Right. We we don't confirm. Right. OK, this is nothing wrong. You're developing fine. Mm-hmm. Right. But you need to be aware of this happens to your body. Right. Around this time of month. And this is what you need to, to say or, or do. Right. When mm-hmm. people around you are you feeling some type of way. So I, I just you know, for me, there's a lot that goes into this concept of, you know, how we suffer, not just uh, uh, for postpartum depression, but that whole concept of, you know, a woman's body and what it goes through every month. Mm. So then if you have these issues in your monthly cycle and you do give birth, right, imagine what you're going to go through. 
right? If you were, you were already that way, mm-hmm. you know, and now nobody wants to be bothered with you. Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, people are questioning you as a mother. Now you're questioning yourself, not knowing that, okay, let's, let's check your body. Hmm. Right? Let's, let's get the appropriate doctors. Right? Let's, let's do that. Okay? Uh, Felicia says, I was depressed because I couldn't naturally feed my kids. It just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, my heart really goes out to women and volatile relationships during and after pregnancy is rough, and I'm already tuned in. I'm guaranteed to go nuts once, <laughs> once a month. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, know your body. Okay, so um, that piece I want to put out there, right? Check, check our hormones. Okay, and mm-hmm. so when we think about um, who's more at risk, right, for postpartum depression, here's a typical, right, what we look at to assess, right, if you have too many of these factors, we need to be more in tune. And again, I'm putting this out here for our community, mm-hmm. right, because we have risk factors that we should be looking at to say, okay, because of this, right, mm-hmm. we want you to be more in tune with this. And it says here, you may be at risk of postpartum depression if you have a history, a personal history of depression or bipolar disorder. Okay? A history of depression or bipolar disorder. Have a family history of depression or bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Do not have support from family and friends. You were depressed during pregnancy. Okay? Mm. You had problems with a previous pregnancy or birth. You have relationship or money problems, are younger than 20, have alcoholism, use use illegal drugs, or have some other problem with drugs, have a baby with special needs, have difficulty breastfeeding, had an unwanted or unplanned pregnancy. (laughs) Thinking about it. No, I I, I hear you. That's all. That's, again, like I said, I'm not, I don't have any personal reference to it but that's pretty much everything that i've ever seen or read or you know uh, yeah watched yeah pretty much wow with this list mm-hmm. all these risks are in our community mm. at significant levels just in general right history of depression and bipolar disorder that's from trauma you know what i'm saying just our experiences what we go through um, unresolved issues, right? Um, you know, lack of support from family and friends, right? Uh, last four, three weeks we've been talking about, you know, just a lot of things in general. And so um, it's just this list here. I, why wouldn't we consider a woman experiencing postpartum depression, a woman of color, mm-hmm. if we know these things? Mm. And so thank you for tuning in, Sonia. She says here we, we had girls auxiliary at our church and our parents as well as women missionaries and or female elders who discuss these issues in the church. How, how was that discussion? Do you feel mm. like it was uh, meaningful, productive? I'm excited the fact that it was discussed. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's that conversation? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm literally, when you say, what? I, I can't even see the comments no more because my computer is doing the most over here, but yeah. Oh, okay. No, okay. you're good. Okay. And she also said, add COVID-19 to the mix in the last 15 months, and it was worse. Yeah. 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 And Felice says, question, I feel like the older generation did not talk about this as much. Is it get or better with the new? I've heard stories from family and clearly 
knew they were suff- suffering from this. Yeah, Felicia, you know what? More more advocacy is happening. Um, but I, you, and I'll say more, um, let me, more young women um, are looking into mental wellness. And I appreciate that because they, they say, you know, you, you know, I tell you, my girls, I tell my guys all the time about, you know, that I see a therapist. So I think that because this younger generation, like they, they, they are into mental wellness, they're into what depression is and what it feels like. They're really, you know, there's a group that, there's, you know, that's population. interesting. Go ahead. No, uh, when you say that the new, the new generation, they are more into, um, I'm an avid watcher of TikTok by accident um, due to COVID. But one of the one of one of the TikTok um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, influencers. Influencers. Mm-hmm. Her name is Kayla Nicole, and everything. And she just had a baby and everything. And so she so she went onto her YouTube page and and you know she she went out there to um, well once she was being sponsored by Better Health. Okay. And so she went. She went. She went on the thing to let people know that she was suffering from depression, and she she let it know. She's like, I'm suffering from depression. I am suicidal. Um, blah blah blah. Because she you knows she is, she's taking a, a lot on. I think she's turned twenty now. But at nineteen, you bought your own house. Okay. And everything okay. else like that because because being an influencer influencer is a great thing. But she bought her own house. She doesn't have that much support and everything okay. else like that. You know. Of family and friends, but you know she did, uh, and 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 they own it, and and uh, you see it in more episodes of shows and everything. Like, okay, well, why don't you talk to somebody? Like, you know, people are mm-hmm. advocating mm-hmm. To, for people for other people to talk to someone. If you can't talk, if you can't talk to your family, talk to someone else. And coming from a black family or black, you know, us in general, our business was always our business, mm-hmm. and so yeah. now. So yeah. now we now we're free to let go of our business and talk to someone about about said business. Uh, I find it interesting because what Felicia said that what, what was Felicia's comment? Could you read her comment again? Uh, the question. You no, know, she said about the fact that the generation doesn't talk about it anymore. Yeah, or she said I feel like the older generation did not talk about this as much. Is it getting better with the new? So something family? had to happen where it stopped because Sonia, now that I know what Sonia that is, okay. Sonia Gidney is older than me. Wait a minute, but she said this was in the late 1970s. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that, I've been, ah, the fact that, so okay. at some point, that next generation of parents stopped having those conversations. Because because so, that's what I was about to say we went to the same church. Okay. So so okay. so she was and I knew I know the, what what was her comment again the elders and the who the mothers and uh, the the auxiliary at our church and our parents as well as the women missionaries and the and or the female elders mm-hmm. discussed the issues. In right. So that that group probably was more open, which is very weird. I'm thinking just think about because I know who they are. It's like they have had that discussion, but then at some point I could put it like this. My mom, even though I'm, I'm a guy, but she didn't have any daughters, but my mom and the other mothers that are close to my mom's age weren't having those conversations with the girls at the church when they should have been. Yeah. They, some, there should have been somebody else there to carry on that. I'm going to say it's more generational then. Yeah, so that's I'm what it sounds say, like. I'm going to say, like, you know, let me, and forgive me if I'm wrong, around, this, around that time and everything else like that, that's when, not to say, like, you know, 
this is around the time of the awakening show and everything oh. when people are taking advantage <laughs> yes. of people and yes. that's when we started having these yes. huddle packs of mm-hmm. we don't tell our business right and that's when we did we we just we just uh stopped discussing women's issues to to those people, so that would be around my mom's age. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, tr- I'm, I'm now you got to find that on your own. I'm, I'm a mom, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I know a lot, and, and I know a lot. But I'm and I'm trying to have this conversation with my daughter, who who, who is seven, about to be seventeen, who would rather put her hands over her ears and tell me she don't want to hear it. Blah 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 blah. blah. Literally, <laughs> who, who would literally run the other way like a toddler who don't want to put on pants <laughs> and everything else like that. And I'm like. This like this is not helpful. Like yeah. you make me nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that cover our ears. Uh, Sonya says greater union and kingdom. Right. This, okay. Yeah. So it makes and I, I just find it interesting because because uh, I just knowing who I knew I knew I, I know her mom and okay. her mom and my and my grandmother were tight and then all of those women were tight mm-hmm. and they all had daughters. Right, and yeah. so that's why I'm like, wow, yeah. they had those conversations with you all, because we did. Nobody had those conversations with us, even as guys. Yeah. You know, even though our issues would be different, none of nobody had those conversations yeah. with us. Yeah, which is which is, and and now, coming full circle, there are ministries in some churches that do mm-hmm. have these mm-hmm. open forum conversations. I agree. Yeah, and, and I appreciate that. And 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 you know, how do we make this where? It becomes formal, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's not the a norm. Y- you know, the norm. We can, it's okay. It's, Add it to the curriculum. Yeah, it's called <laughs> something, right? Yeah. And for me, I use diagnosis as a blueprint, right? This understanding of what's happening to one's mind and what one's body, right? And mm. so that's the, that whole concept of you know stigmatizing mental illness because we give it a diagnosis is what's hurting us the most, mm-hmm. right? Because if you understand, hey, this is what your body is going through. These are some external factors that can contribute to your mood and your overall wellness and healing process from giving birth, mm-hmm. right? This is what this is classified as. So, 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 so read up on it, right? Get, get the resources that you need. Get the appropriate help, mm-hmm. right? Learn how to take care of your body, right? Because there's a way, you know, we talk about ways to overcome it is, what do I do with my body? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if I'm feeling some type of way physically, mm-hmm. is somebody going to tell me how to take care of my body? Mm-hmm. That's right. what, yeah. They don't do that. They, yeah. Our generation right. did not did not do that. That's why I felt like like you guys were bucking me up to to like, you know, like, you know, to to do it on my own. When somebody could have just easily told me some information to help. Like, you know, I, I feel like I feel like what Felicia's feeling like, you know, the reason why she suffered, you know, suffered a little bit was because. She couldn't actually get her her, her kids to feed. That yeah. I had that same issue. Yeah. I, I I had that same issue. I had the same issue about like even making, you know, once it started producing, about like making it stop. And I'm looking like I'm like like I said, I'm looking at them like y'all know how to make y'all y'all stop y'all. Tell me, help help me. And, yeah. and it was like it was a, like it was some ancient Chinese secret that shouldn't yeah. be told. And I had to go find a national treasure to find it. Start talking. Help, be helpful to someone else. I, you know, uh, <laughs> at the hospital, <laughs> my oldest daughter, she didn't latch. And so it was like, okay, give her the infant milk. 
But when you try, you know, yeah. you know, like you know, you're talking about the stressors or the issues and everything else like that. When you try, you try something that should be so natural. Yes, it's disappointing. You, yes, it's very disappointing. You know, and everything else like that. And then, like you, you know, and then, and like you know, you know, you know, you you have you have three kids, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I do it a second. I do it a second <laughs> time around, and it still don't work. So something is wrong with me. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, you know, with, with my oldest, it was like, oh, okay, so I'm not capable. You know, it was just that whole thing. It was just like, we're here. You know, this is what you're going to do. And it, it just, okay. And that changed hospital. That's the other thing, right? I went to a different hospital and they sent me somebody was like, this is how it's done. I'll be back later. Like, you, that's that whole, that care, right, that goes in. Because I was just like, okay, listen, right now. I don't want to bottle feed, right? I want to give my baby the best because according to statistics, y'all said this, 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 and this, and I need you to show me, right? And Mm -hmm. I really feel like had I gone back to that hospital Mm -hmm. where I was, it wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. And it's this hospital, and I'm not going to even stay on that long, but it's one of the ones that's notorious, Mm -hmm. right, for not giving uh, no um, and in just my whole experience there, like my mom can tell you that story, right? Cause she would, I ain't never seen her go off like that. Uh, yeah, because I was there for three days and she was like, if y'all don't get this baby out, what are you waiting on? Mm. You know, what are you waiting on? And so just that, like, like you're saying that the whole system, right. Of how it made me feel like, okay, well you can't produce. Well, here you go. Right, just just miss it, like how I feel. Then ask, was I okay? Then ask, hey, keep trying, or you know, nothing. Yeah, and 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 you think about it in the terms of your when the baby's, of course, the baby loses weight before they yes, get out of hospital. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, you know, yes. each one of them came yep. out with their own issues. So yep. losing weight and you're doing this, and like so, you feel you you feel totally small as a person. Like you mm-hmm. know, like you know, of course, the weight, some of the weight just came off. You can't feel any smaller when um when 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 a natural thing has happened, right? But you can't do the other things that come with it. Yes, bingo. Yeah, yeah. Felicia uh, uh, says here. Oh, Sonia says it depends on your family relationship. Reverend Horton asked me to do the respect and responsibility talk to the youth at the parents' request in '99. No. Uh, she said, however, you can be raised in the same church and family, but not be comfortable about your sexual discussion. Right. And if Elise says, unfortunately, I found out later, right, it's harder to naturally do this if you've been sexually abused. And that's uh, breastfeeding. Wow. And, and, and just thinking about that whole concept, right? You know. Say that again? She found out later that it's harder to naturally breastfeed. Oh, right? I thought you said something else. I heard that oh, part. Okay. okay, no, no, no. If okay. you, is that if you've been sexually abused? Mm. Wow. And, 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 you know, this is the discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how, how do you help a hurting woman, right? How, mm-hmm. Because you don't know the history. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't know the history of what's going on with that particular woman. So, right, we said three ways, right, to overcome. First and foremost, for the woman, right? I want us to know, get the care that you need, the health care that you need, 
Mm-hmm. Go see your medical doctor to get the hormonal blood work done, right? Share with them what you've been feeling. You know, even if they say, hey, we'll do the blood work, but we want you to go see a therapist, right? Mm. Because there's this collaborative care, right, that needs to happen. But, but understand, like, you are entitled to go see a doctor to see what's going on with your body physically. Mm-hmm. Right, because our hormones are getting back in, you know, back balance. Or sometimes they don't. Right, you know, I um, I my hair needs to be relaxed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine too. And so this last pregnancy tried to do it, and the scalp was like, nah, right, and it and. It, I can't even go fully without it. So I knew that my body had changed, right? It became more sensitive. And actually, with my son, I got asthma, mm-hmm. right? Seasonal uh, uh, allergy along came with that was the asthma. So I know that our bodies don't sometimes fully bounce back. So you have to understand what's going on with your body. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. So so you are entitled, right? You 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 have uh, uh, the right to go see a doctor to say, give me the necessary uh, uh, um, assessment, give me the necessary physical, right? Give me the necessary blood work to see what my levels, my hormone levels are, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, Sonia says here, Serena Williams is, is um, mm. a celebrity and her husband's a billionaire and still was treated... Uh, right. Yeah, incorrectly, yeah. and yeah, just just hard. And I, I was, I didn't know that until recently. Yeah, and I sure was like, was. wow, mm-hmm. right, wow. And and all too in our communities, we know about that, right? Where where uh, yeah, from from pain meds to Cindy, you have to advocate I, for yourself in those. Hospitals. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it's young ladies at home. Um, I was working with a program with an agency like in the nineties and we were working with young mothers and helping them prepare for the birth of their kids. And she was at, she was at uh, eight months, right. When we met her and she, you know, doctor visits become more frequent, right. In the third trimester and they kept sending her home and she was saying, I'm in pain Hmm. and she lost the baby. Wow. At the same hospital that I gave birth to, let me just be clear about that. This this was in the uh you know well actually yeah late nineties yeah um yeah but I mean, she lost the baby because they they said go home go home they sent her home three times that's but that's when you change hospitals that's when you change I I, mean, I, I changed in the middle of mine you know I, I she she was she was young right and she was on her own so her her hospital was within walking distance. And I had a black, I had a black doctor. I had to leave. Mm-hmm. I, I had to, I had to, I didn't feel like I was getting the treatment that I um, deserved. So sometimes you have to be young. And like you, you're going to meet up with it. I met up with it in two different hospitals and everything. Yeah. From them leaving a catheter in. Oh my goodness. That I was able to, and I'm telling you, I'm not, and everything until you go and look. Like I know what I know mm. what I'm supposed to be doing, and I know what's not happening. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. So yeah, number one, overcoming, go see your doctor, a doctor. Demand they do blood work, right? Demand they hear you. Demand they give you resources, right? Um, even if, I like to have people call, 
right? Um, because knowledge is, is is power, you know, in in being educated when you call these doctors, and when I say educated, I mean informed, right? Hey, I know that there's a such thing as a hormonal, right, blood work that you can do. You need to do it, right? Because if you tell me no, then I'm empowered to go somewhere else. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're refusing me medical care and you have a right to call your insurance company and say, hey, right, I'm being denied care, right? We, we have to, to encourage each other, right, to, to, to speak up, to speak out and to advocate. If you know someone is not able to even call themselves, mm-hmm. right, you make the call, right? And, and, you know, specifically my kids know I, who – I'm at home now. Who you need? Who do you need me to call? Mm-hmm. What kind of answers do you need? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and in other other people, like I, I think we we have to work together to say, okay, you know what what's available, what should be. It's it's sad and unfortunate, but some things we need to use more to our advantage. Technology, mm-hmm. right? Social media, who promotes health, right? Don't just read about all these hospitals saying we're state of the art, right? We can do this, 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 and this. That's not for certain people. Yeah, they, they're, 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 what they're saying is they're capable yes. when they choose to. Correct. And that's why, right, <laughs> that's why you, you know, and I mean that in the sense of, you know, ruffle some feathers. You, you know what I'm saying? Make some causes. The way we blast each other on social media when we do something, quote, unquote, to offend, mm-hmm. the same way you can do these, these, these you know, other entities, right? Mm-hmm. That's not giving you the care that you need, mm-hmm. right? But get, get what you need, right? It, it, understand that there is a such thing as postpartum depression. Understand that your body does go through sometimes where it needs more medical, right, treatment and medical attention, mm-hmm. right? Don't suffer in silence. Right. You, you, you have a right um, and you're entitled to health care. The other thing is, right, uh, another way to overcome to make sure you don't try to do too much or do everything by yourself. Ask your, your partner, spouse, family, or friend. And, and, you know, I always talk about like your inner circle has to be um, authentic and genuine. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know about you, but 2020 for me was like a weed out. That was the uh, weed out. Uh, that was 2020 was. You know. <laughs> I, I, I said this for everything though. 2020 because you know I talked about it from a church standpoint, mm-hmm. but 2020 mm-hmm. was like the uncovering, was yeah. the exposing. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I think we should. 2022 should be called. I know they called it the year of. Uh, uh, well, I guess it could work both ways because that was the year of the, of, of the virus. Mm, uh, yeah. But we yeah. were, we were exposed to COVID nineteen, but we really should call twenty twenty the year of exposure. Yeah, I, you, and <laughs> this this is where like if you have a circle or, or someone's mm-hmm. in your your inner circle as we call it call it, and they have a pattern of throwing back in your face what you confide in them. Shorten that circle. You you may want to put them in the outer circle. Mm. Right. You know, because this is where, OK, I'm in need right now. Mm. And if I if I really feel like people in my inner circle are not reliable, they're not trustworthy, they mm-hmm. not they're not loyal. I am going to be silent. I am going to feel ashamed. I am going to, you know, suffer 
right? Because I feel like my inner circle is not a real inner circle. So assessment must be done, but you 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 have to know that you can't do too much, right? You you can't take this weight of the world on your shoulders and try to do everything by yourself. And sometimes that does mean you have to go other other ways, right, to get the help, right? Such as if you have a support group, right, a counselor, um, even checking back in with you know the your midwife if you have someone that you connected with throughout mm-hmm. your pregnancy. Right. Think, think, sit with self to think about who are good potential people that you trust to mm-hmm. help you on this journey of healing. Mm-hmm. Take a moment. I, pro- I promise you, give yourself 15, 30 minutes to just think about the who. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't even have to be this long list. It, it, it's the who matters to make sure that you don't feel alone and that you don't have to do everything right by yourself. So, so it, it, it matters to understand, right. That you must attempt, you must identify people, right. That you trust and that can help you along this journey. All right. And, and, and the best you can stay away from those folk who, who bring negative energy. Mm. The last thing you want to hear is raising kids is hard. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? If you got people that's around you like, yeah, I told you this not this, you know, but you wouldn't listen. Mm. Right. This is not that. <laughs> I'm trying to shake off this sadness. I'm trying to shake off right. This heaviness that's on my body right now. You over talking about some. I told you raising kids. The, the baby just got here. Right? It, it, <laughs> I haven't even gone through yet, you know, mm-hmm. and that was your life. And I also think that too. In, in our culture, we tend to to say, uh, we tend to highlight the struggles of raising kids. Mm-hmm. You know, which makes us then focus on uh, um, when our kid does something wrong, we, go, we do the most, as they say. Mm-hmm. But when they do something right, it's like, oh, well, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get good grades. Mm. But let them come home with an F. Right? It's like, oh, my God. What you doing in that class? You must not be paying attention. I told you this, and you do this at home. So I know why. We get, we get this long list of, right, flaws, right? So we have to be careful, right, how we bring to, especially new moms, the dredging of parenting. Mm-hmm. Right, and I say stay away from people like that. I can't. I don't know, but I can't stand when people do that. Right, like like motherhood is just so, you know, treacherous. <laughs> it's like oh, you just don't know, you know, what what it. Or when I hear people say, you know, when they ask the woman if they have if they have kids, and she says no, and they say, well, be happy, right? Because you know you don't want kids. You know, I, that that's we have to really take a look at right how we present or how we've been presenting ourselves as it relates to uh, having children um, in in our community, and we express that to our family, friends. All right, and the last one here, right? The last one here is it talks about not making major life changes right after giving birth. Mm. 
right? Don't make any major life changes right after giving birth. More major life changes in addition to a new baby can cause unneeded stress, right? Sometimes big changes can't be avoided. However, when it happens, try to arrange support and help in your new situation ahead of time. So what does this mean, right? Get settled into motherhood first, right, before you, you know, make, make you know, sometimes um, I think an extreme case for me, uh, a new mom was trying to relocate mm-hmm. right after giving birth, and she, she didn't feel well, right? And it was like, my attention is, my attention is going, moving to another state, mm-hmm. but she, she wasn't feeling well. Right, and so obviously that was added pressure because she had a, she wanted a deadline that she wanted to move by, and, you know. I got to get here, here, here. They're waiting on me. And we really have to talk about like, oh, slow down. You must take care of your body first mm-hmm. before you travel to another state, right? Driving, right, on the highway, getting moving trucks, right? Just so much going into that, and so you know, think about that, right? Focus on you, your body, and your baby. Mm-hmm. Right. And no, don't feel pressured by other people to make major life changes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Don't don't, you know, um, let me think about this. Uh, I was in my uh, master's program. When, you know. The second one came along. Don't you just love these immaculate conception stories? Yeah, every time I got a degree. The, the first one just came along, and then the second one <laughs> just came along. All her children, they just showed up. <laughs> that's what she, that's how you don't hear how she's saying it. She said, I was in the master's program, and the second one just showed up. <laughs> hey, here you go. Right. Security and all. Right. Just, just, just ha- every time she gets a degree. <laughs> A baby show up. Every time. What kind of celebrations you was having? Right. What kind of? What kind of? Right. What kind of graduation parties was you having? Miracle on Forty Seventh Street. Right. All right. Oh my goodness. What? I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, 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 Nowhere. Oh, so so it was like, uh, (laughs) when are you going to be done right with school? Mm -hmm. And I was like. When I get done, right? Because it was just like, okay, so so I have to, to make a decision, right? Uh, <laughs> um, in terms of do I do I rush, right? I was still on track, right? That nothing, you know, was thrown off with it, but it was like, oh, right? You 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 here again, you know? So so you you got to make these decisions, right? You 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 couldn't possibly right stay in school and right do this. And I was like, watch me. I, I was just like, watch me. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking, you know, uh, uh, overloading myself with classes, whatever these folks said was the track, right. For me to take these classes, I will stay put, you know? And, and so you have to make sure to the best of your ability, you stay in control over your life. Right. When you have a baby to make sure it works for you, if it does not work for you, you know, you need to advocate and speak up for yourself in whatever way you need to to say, hey, back off. Right. If if if, if you feel like I am 
a burden to you or the way my life is structured, it, it, it's impacting you in some way, whatever way, then say that, right? But don't try to alter and change my life or back me in the corner, right, mm-hmm. to make these major life decisions just because, right, I have, all right? So so understand, right, that last point is don't make any major life changes right after giving birth. Your focus must be on you and, and the baby, all right? And so uh, Sonia says here, Alicia says, I feel bad. I think I'm allergic to small children since all mine is grown. Um, <laughs> I'll work on that. Uh, so you said, this is a great discussion. I enjoy your ministry, even if I don't listen live. I had my one and only pregnancy at 40. Wouldn't trade that blessing for any worldly thing. Read this article about disparities in treatment and the death of Black American Indians and Alaska Natives two to three times. I will definitely check that out. And Felicia said, oh, I'm sorry, Sonia says, we're still waiting for you, Reverend King. Oh, what they waiting on? What, what you waiting on me for, to do yes. what? What you, what you, what, what, what you waiting on, Sonia? Yes. Sonia, I have a whole son. A whole? A whole son. One. Right, right. Just one more. She only got one. Why are you trying to make me have one more? Who is she? Sonia. She said she had her one. Sonia. And for, uh, and I don't think she know I had the one. <laughs> Right, he a whole twenty four, finna be twenty five. Oh my goodness! No more. Is that it? I'm good. Plus, I got two extra ones. I'm good. And a grandbaby. <laughs> what? You got a grandbaby, right? You got a right. Right, I'm a whole granddaddy. Why you this is your granddaddy. <laughs> this is your granddaddy. I sound better singing that than I do on Sunday. Man, man, what's going on? Damn. I felt that in my so in my E K O C, huh? <laughs> Hit for me one time, Pete. All right. Y'all are funny. What? I'm, I'm oh, my God. She said uh, uh, she missed that with Dana. Well, you know, some stuff I didn't know for a long time. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, but now you know. Now you want it. Right. He here. Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all. I just wanted to conclude this this discussion on women's issue. Um, issues and let's let's push the agenda of being more open especially with our young ladies <laughs> y'all you and Felicia well, <laughs> she said grand peppy <laughs> um, and, and, and having those vulnerable conversations um, yes teen girls right can still be diagnosed or experience postpartum depression right? Any woman that has a child, we talked about the risk factors, um, internal, external um, factors, support, all that play uh, uh, plays out into how our bodies respond, right, to the circumstances. And so go to the doctor, right? Seek the medical attention, ask those questions, be specific with your request. Don't just take their answer, right? Go somewhere else, you know, and report. Right. Get help. Take somebody with you. Right. Take take, you know, as my pastor say, you always need a friend who's hood. Mm. You know, so 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 get one. Right. <laughs> that 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 will, you know, tear the roof off the place. Right. Well, well, just go ahead and give it to us so, so they can leave. Tear the roof off the sucker. Tear the roof off the sucker. Tear the roof off the sucker. You know, so so <laughs> definitely. <laughs> 
I nominate myself. Right, right. For seeing off stuff. <laughs> get get that one. Get that, that could one be your friend, new. That, that could be your new. Member. That could be your new business. Like hire me to be your ghetto friend. Yes, oh, man. Hire me. Yes, man. Just show up. Then so you know what? I'm going to this meeting. Could you come with me? Yes. There you I, go. For real. How many times my kids have been like? I said, well, did you want me to go off? <laughs> And then they'd be kind of embarrassed, like, you know, you <laughs> took it to a whole nother level. Right, you gotta yeah. scale it back down. Level. Level two. Depends on, what, depends on what package they order. I definitely would not package. get the package. Yeah, you have to set the package, of, the package of how ghetto you want them to be we when you show up. We not go to jail. We do not need... Right, we don't we need do to not, go to jail package. We do not need bail bond money. Right, if you need see, a ghetto friend... So like if you hire her oh for for God. the package, if you hire her for the package, Doctor Thomas, uh-huh. so you have to figure out which like so if you go in the gym, you got to have the money to get both of y'all out. Right, right, okay, right. Got it. Okay. But if you just need Fine. her to come and check somebody, yeah, okay. there it is. There it is. I'm right. checking Fred. Check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, we concluded talking about the women uh, because we in, are in the month of June, men's health. We will dive into that. And mm. so uh, next week kicks off talking about men's health. All right, men's health. So y'all pray that um, I get to uh, persuade persuade Dr. King in talking about prostate. You, you, we, need, we need some, some, some uh, male, like, you don't, you, you don't know any male physicians? Not like that. You know what, let me. Let me, let me not physicians. You know, other male therapists. Yes. They, but they, but that would be a good. That would help you out, though. You would have that uh, that that back that way. You could, you know, and I could just be over here. I'm gonna stay over here. You I can stay to, over there. I gotta about... produce. Yes, ma'am. Your spiritual connect point. Uh huh. You, you producing something else that I don't. Who on this radio fast stuff over here? We got two producers. Okay. You can get right over there. Y'all oh, no, pray. Y'all you pray. Y'all in, in, in between. Let in me, the Lord. Let me, let me push this. in my 
Sando. Huh? All the kids get ready. Uh huh. They, they, yes, collard greens. Mm. Uh, um, Cornbread. Uh, uh, salad. Um, <laughs> bok choy. You, 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 you planted a salad? Always. Yeah, oh, you planted a salad? Uh, it's something called a salad you can plant. Bok choy, collard greens, um, arugula. <laughs> And we got beets. We see the strawberries coming in. You know, telling baby girl, not yet. Right? Right. You had to bring me some of them. Let me see what your strawberries working with. Okay, I said again. No, I said bring. I, can't, then, then I, I said when they ready. Oh, okay. Then. okay. Huh? You want some greens? You want some bok choy? What kind of greens you, uh, collards? Collards. You can't eat collards in the summer. I don't know. She only cooked mustards and turnips in the summertime. Yeah, Collards is a winter green, she say. I don't know if that's true or not. So until my mama just so be saying I, stuff. Or I, she's saying stuff based off of what somebody told her that probably had a fourth grade education. But whatever it is. I don't cook it. So you just planted them and growed them, but you don't cook them. I don't cook. I, I chop. And... So you eating collard greens in a salad? Yes. Raw? Uh-uh, that is not what that is not what the Lord intended. <laughs> huh? Right. This is, we got bye y'all. Just say bye to the people. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Right, the music and the end of the day. <laughs>